millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So good evening, everybody, and welcome to Charlton Live here on Maritime Radio. My name is uh, Louis Mendez. Uh, sorry for the delay this evening. As you may well have noticed, uh, the computer's not working, and all the audio I'm currently playing through my laptop and holding it up to the microphone, because we've got that. <laughs> Old school. So there we go. Joining me, my headphones also aren't working. Joining me in the studio here at the Valley are oh, Mr. Tom Willen. How are you doing, Tom? Good. Just pleased it's not my fault for a <laughs> Well, normally the computer blows up on your watch, yeah. so yeah. yeah. So now you've seen what we had to go through. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, joining the pair of us is, uh, is Nathan Manhattan, though. Yeah, I'm all working, all oiled up. And... Yeah. Oh, actually, that sounds weird, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> We do like to oil each other up in the studio before a show. It's, it's, uh, it's like a hazing uh, thing. Uh, on tonight's show, uh, oh, it's going to be an absolute car crash as we try and work without any audio, proper audio. Uh, we are going to look back at last night's Checker Trade Trophy win over Fulham. And, uh, well, I, I don't know if it was a good game or not, because I was so disheartened by the atmosphere where there was no one there. Um, so even when we scored twice in like, the last couple of minutes to turn around and win, I wasn't that excited because it just made me think, oh, God, now we definitely have to go through this at least once more, to- like, at least two more times because we're into the next round. But we will look back at that game. We're going to hear from Carl Robinson. Um, and of course, it's time to look ahead to this weekend's game uh, with Truro in the FA Cup. Now, I'm a big fan of the FA Cup, but he hasn't been too kind to us over the last couple of years in terms of, you know, interesting uh, opponents. So I'm absolutely delighted that we've, uh, we've we pulled out a team like Truro. And so that's something really to look forward to. So we're going to look ahead to that game, but also look back at a few memorable moments uh, from the FA Cup uh, in the past. But first things first, like I said, we're going to look back at yesterday's uh, game here at the Valley against the Fulham under-21s. And just before we hear the highlights, Tom, you were there. You commentated on that game. Uh, what did you make of the game and the performance? Uh, I quite enjoyed it. I think Fulham played some nice stuff. Um, you can see that I think Jukanovic probably has a, a say in how the youth team play because they're very similar to the first team t- uh, side. But I think... Uh, we had a nice blend of some experienced players, some players getting match fit, and also some youngsters who I thought were fantastic. Um, I think when we got our equaliser, although it was late on, I said to Terry, I think a draw would probably be fair. Obviously, we then go on and, and snatch the winner, um, which obviously I'm pleased about. But uh, yeah, it was a, an enjoyable game. As you say, strange because the atmosphere was so quiet. But um, actually on the pitch, I think some of our some of our play was all right, although... Carl didn't necessarily agree. <laughs> right, yeah, well, we'll hear from Carl Robson after the game in a few moments' time. But before we discuss the game in detail, let's have a listen to the highlights, if it works. Look for the big switch, looking for the uh, striker of Adebayo. Gets a little touch on it, goes back to Thorstensen. Takes the shot to the right-hand side and he's found the left-hand corner. Now within the first three minutes, Fulham have taken the lead. Brilliant 
finish line to do now through Maskell on the left-hand side. Goes down towards the touchline, but again crowded out, so he's forced to go backwards to a home ground. The home ground finds Reeves in the middle. Again, Fulham players quick to crowd him out, so he goes right to uh, Mark Marshall. Marshall up against Atkinson. Uh, Thorsteinson coming out to help him out. Oh, Marshall cross. manages to get his cross in towards the back post. Headed away, only as far as... Get in! There we are. Who scores for Charlton, and that's one all. It was a brilliant cross from Mark Marshall to the back post. It wasn't properly cleared, I think, by Aaron Davis. Fell to Mark Mar uh, Ben Reeves on the penalty spot. Steers it past Magnus Norman, and it's one all. Well, literally, how many uh, how many seconds after it was home we need to start stretching uh, Fulham and get uh, get down the flanks? We did it one side with Maskell, who's impressed me in this in this half so far. Uh, that's the big switch then uh, from Reeves to Marshall on the opposite side. He goes past his man. What a fantastic cross that was, by the way. The angle let between the player and the, the the touchline couldn't have been that much, but he still managed to get the ball across. Fulham don't deal with it, and the header drops nicely for Ben Reeves. Headed back in by Maskell. Cleared away by Atkinson. Now Joe Tyler nice. Thompson has a lot of space. He goes left. It's Thor Steinson on the left hand side. He's got Jig still close to him. But he's, Thompson's gone on the overlap and Thompson fires the oh. shot in and it's taken a wicked deflection off Joe Cummings, I think that is. And it's in uh, Dylan Phillips' goal and Fulham have taken the lead. Yeah, we gave Thompson far too much room there in the middle. I mean, a huge amount of space to move into. Thor, uh, Thor Steinson to his left-hand side, just used him to draw, uh, I think with Barnes out of position, then went uh, went for the return and uh, had a free shot really, which Cummins really tried hard to block away, but all it did was ricochet off his legs and loop over Dylan Phillips into the left-hand corner. So John after all the good work after going one behind and now uh, back behind again. Yeah. And over here to take this uh, corner. Charlton left hand side, so he's in right footed. It's a free header in the far end of the pass, and now another header, yeah. and it's found the back of the net. I'm trying to see who made that final header. Was it, it Joe Doddy? I think it is. I think it was Cummings with the initial yeah. header, but uh, as you say, came back out, bounced to Joe Doddy, managed to steer it into the back post. I thought Aaron Barnes was then going to try and get on the end of it and stab it in. It went all the way in from Joe Doddy. Uh, looks like we might have penalties after all, and a good goal for the youngster to score because, as I said earlier in the game, it'd be interesting to see how he gets on. We want to see his involvement, and uh, he's managed to get himself a goal. And perhaps just give uh, Carl Robinson, I don't think a starting position, something to think about, but encouraging because he seems to have not fancied him in the in the big games so far. So far. And, uh, as well, and Chant uh, take the throw, and they have it with Dick Steele on halfway, bringing it forward. Little ball inside to Arrivo. Arrivo goes back to Maloney. Maloney looks for the big switch. That's a great ball out here to Hern Grant. He's in a bit of space. Edge of the penalty area. Ball into the box. Could be finished. Yeah. And it is by Joe Arrivo. What a goal from Charlton. Superb move. Move of the night. Goal of the night. Charlton 3 2 up. Brilliant play by Charlton. They've come back in the final few minutes to take the lead. It was wonderful build up play. Hern Grant, who, as I said, things just haven't really fallen for him in this second half. He did brilliantly to get down to the byline, cut it back in, and there was a Rebo, similar to, I guess, the guy you would try and replace in the first team, Forster Kasky, breaking into the penalty area, steered it home left-footed, past the outstretched hand of Norman, and Fulham from 2-1 up, and seemingly seeing this game out, have fallen behind, and credit to Charlton for sticking in this game. The youngsters who, I said, may be starting to see a few tired legs the substitutes, Lapsley and Maloney, uh, Hackett Fairchild, have all really impressed since they've come on, given some added hunger to this team. And they've taken the lead, and they lead 3-2 with a couple of minutes remaining. And there is the final whistle. And uh, what a game it's been here at the Valley. 
a much maligned trophy it may be, but we've been treated to some great football here uh, at times. I think the phrase at time there, at times being perhaps the uh, appropriate one. Uh, so we win. We're through to the next round. Tom, delighted. I can see it on your face. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Um, yeah, I'm, I am pleased. And we said before the game in the build-up um, that it might be a blessing in disguise, this tournament, because although it is much maligned, we get the chance to blood some youth players. We get the chance to get the likes of Reeves and Marshall some some more game time. People like Aribo and Ahern Grant, who aren't playing a lot for the first team at the moment, get some matches. So to that extent, I think it is good that we, we're we going to get another couple of games in the tournament. I think with Shrewsbury being postponed now, you look and you think fixtures are going to start to build up, particularly if we win against Truro. But um, yeah, I think for the youngsters, and you'll hear from the interviews that they gave after the game, how, how much it means to them to pull on that first team shirt and represent Charlton. So there are aspects of it that are positive. Um, it's not a tournament I'm that fussed about, but if we get to Wembley, then it's it's a day out, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, I mean you can have a day out down the Sainsbury's, though, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, Brian I can do Haynes that any time, to be fair. Yeah, Brian Haynes says it uh, sounds like listen, you're listening on the medium wave radios. Uh, ask your grandparents' kids. <laughs> fair enough. I've I've actually been on medium wave radio when I first started, and it's nice to be back there. Um, <laughs> Nathan, you weren't there last night, and you that, were one of many who wasn't there last night. Was our lowest I ever I was crowd. in the minority, when I yeah, lowest <laughs> ever crowd here. Uh, at the Valley. I mean, the competition, despite the fact that the team are playing well, and perhaps it's you know a chance to see something else, is not a competition at all that has caught the attention of of, of the of the fan base and like I say our, our lowest ever attendance. I think seven hundred and forty one it was. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it just the, the atmosphere was just absolutely atrocious. And I, honestly, I put up a bit of video after in the first couple of minutes, just trying to show you how quiet it was. Cause it, it just not did not feel like being. A, I've been a under twenty one games or under twenty three games, even with uh, you know more more of an atmosphere than that. Yeah, it's not. You won't think it's a competition because I mean it just comes across that there just loads of friendly matches really that you might play for some sort of Mickey Mouse trophy at the end. But um, like Tom said, I think it's mainly for us to which we're obviously using it for um, blooding the youngsters in and getting giving them some minutes. Uh, not only the you know the mascals and the comings, but people like Dills and. Cag and um, Arebo because they've been flirting with the first team but obviously they've not had a chance because we're obviously doing so well at the moment so yes it was it's good and we've got another obviously another game on Tuesday in the other trophy whatever it's called I can't remember um, so yeah we just just keep using it for that I think because when else are you going to use them mm. uh, the, the, like I say a couple of debuts yesterday so Joe Cummings and, and Jamie Maskell uh, Tom, what did you make of the performances? Both defenders, and I guess you know we can, we can see a couple of goals. I think, well, like I say, we're here from Carl. He wasn't happy with the performance, really. So mm. you can't, you might not be able to read too much into how they they those played. I think uh, Cummins was up against Adebayo, who's a big, big striker, um, and it was his his uh, knockdown that led to the goal for Thor Steinson just three minutes in. And I think then I was a bit worried about Cummins, but he grew into the game. He was unlucky with the second goal, which took a horrible deflection off him. Um, so him alongside Jick Steele in the middle, I was a bit, a bit unsure. I thought Maskell was absolutely brilliant. He uh, he looked. <clears throat> I'm not gonna get too far ahead of myself, but when the the likes of Joe Gomez came in and just looked tailor made for a first team spot, Maskell had that air about him. He just played with so much confidence. Um, I thought he was he was really good. Um, there were a couple of times it was a 
Kvietnievsky, I think, the uh, the right winger who got past him maybe once. But aside from that, I mean, I thought his positioning was great, his tackles were good, and yeah, he played with a lot of confidence. And, and Joe Cummins did play well as well. He was up against a very difficult striker to handle, but I'd love to see them get a chance again next Tuesday because I think it's a great learning experience for them. And again, going back to the interview after the game, they seem to enjoy it. So um, yeah, that, I thought they were they were pretty good considering their age and considering how much exposure they've had to first team if you can call it that football um, I think it was impressive debut for both It shows great character in the end that, that we did come from the, those two goals behind uh, in the last couple of minutes and it's nice to see Joe Arrivo and Joe Dodu mm. both on the score sheet because both, both need goals for different reasons Dodu's a striker he hasn't had his game time Arrivo you know, midfield hasn't played that much himself this season but you know we've seen with with Forster Kasky how, how, how well our midfield has been getting forward our, our deep line midfielders recently so, oh, the computer's just turned itself off, brilliant. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so it was great to see both of them get goals and you, you just hope that, you know, particularly in the form of Dodu, we, we, mm. we know we need a second option up front that they can sort of try and take some confidence from that into the into their first team performances. Yeah, well, with Dodu, as I said at the end, uh, in the highlights there, his goal is not going to push him into a starting position on a, a normal Saturday team, you wouldn't expect, but it's perhaps shown Carl that he can put a bit more faith in him off the bench than he's perhaps done so far. Um, again, he was up against an under-21 side, we have to remember that, but it was a good little finish. As for Joe Arebo, I thought he was possibly our man of the match yesterday. I really liked how he controlled the game in that defensive midfield spot, and I think if it wasn't for the fact that Kashi is probably playing below his level um, and forced the Kasky playing very well, I think Arebo would be getting more game time. So a good opportunity for him. I thought he, uh, again, as I said in the commentary, broke well, similar to force the Kasky to burst into the box and get his goal. Um, and yeah great game time for them again I would expect those two to probably play Sunday maybe Tuesday as well and just try and get them as many minutes as they can Excellent right uh, let's have a listen to what Carl Robertson had to say after after yesterday's game he came out to speak to the media uh, after yesterday's 3-2 win over Fulham Carl 3-2 victory in this Take uh, trophy and you must be really pleased with the, no, uh, the performance no, 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 I'm done for you just had the right good go with them because whenever we, we did what we said, we got a chance. Back four being too deep, disconnection, too many backwards passes, too many people not driving into spaces. Yeah, listen, they showed great desire to, to win it at the end, but our job was to, these days to install a, a quality that's unrivaled, and that's not acceptable for us. Not acceptable at all. So we've just spoken there, we were quite harsh on them, maybe, but maybe it's all part of the learning. It's a ruthless industry. And, and the, the bit that I'm happy with, they got themselves out to the mire. And I, and I was happy with that. And, and do you know why that was? Because we played on the front foot. We played like a Charlton team. And, and <laughs> this forward pressing and being up against people, making it difficult for the opposition, it's almost unplayable sometimes. I, see, I watched uh, Sheffield United play um, Leeds and Sky the other week, and they didn't give Leeds a moment. And I went and watched them play QPR last night, and QPR were right in the face. And made the, when you get in people's faces, it makes it difficult for the opposition. And, and we've got to have that mentality right through the club. Well, in that respect, is a game like today vital then for, for the young players that came in today to learn exactly that? Yes, yeah. Listen, this, do I go away from this with learning more? 100%. Do we go away from this and then learning where their careers have to go? Yes. So it's a real positive for their careers. Listen, they've had their first year playing for Charlton Athletic. I said to them, did you realise what that, how many kids around this area would dream of that? Did they realise this? This is a dream for people from South East London, maybe not from a Millwall perspective, but if you're a Charlton fan, this is a dream from around this area. Um, 
and they've got a chance tonight in front of, OK, the attendance wasn't great, but the people who were here were here to support them with the desire and the application that they do on a Saturday. So, yeah, it's great learning for them, and for them, they'll come, they'll make this. It's a pleasing thing we've won. Uh, they keep the unbeaten run going, and we keep going forward. Must be pleasing. The shame wasn't Saturday with the Heineken offer. Three goals and a win, free drink. <laughs> <laughs> you must be pleased with some individual performance. So we thought Meskel on the left-hand side. Of yeah, yeah. When he when he was on this side, because his positioning is he's come from non-league football and just teaching to be higher up. So the goals came from him receiving the ball in this third here. In the first half, everything was square of the, of the two centre backs, and that allowed them to get higher up the pitch. It didn't allow us to get any momentum. You see, when Jay De Silva gets it, it's on the front foot. It's it's into the offensive third. So yeah, I'm pleased with them. And what he did show was application and a, de- a desire to get around the pitch and that final goal must, uh, must have made a, a cold night nice and warm I think oh we were over the moon on the, on the, on the dugout um, we really were because Joe needs to score more goals I've said, I've said to you a number of times Joe has to add goals to his game and I, he went next to me Bo was screaming get in the box get in the box and you see then he react gets in the box and this time it's perfect to score and these are things that have got to be natural for his learning now. Um, so I'll play, I'm so happy for Joe because I thought Joe was one of the best players in the pitch tonight. I thought he showed great maturity, a presence. Uh, he, he controlled it with his reindeer sort of, sort of mobility. So yeah, it was good. And man, Reevesy, great goal. Marshy, showed his quality. So we got the 60 minutes that we needed out of them. Again, another 60 minutes on Sunday. Uh, and they'll play 90 minutes. I think if the game's cut off, we'll have another game behind closed doors. So it's almost a mini pre-season for them two now for the next three two weeks. And, that, and that's so we just keep them ticking over and keep them getting fit and getting closer to the the, the form. Well, regardless of the Portsmouth game, you, we're through to the next round of the checker trade. Uh, the four games, I think it is. Then away from Wembley, do you start uh, potentially taking uh, putting a few more senior players in? Ah, listen, I've, I've won this before, and I know what it can do to a club. It can it can really. Uh, Listen, uh, a Wembley trip for any levels is is one that Jack will just say, "Surely, Gaffer, we get there. I've got to play." <laughs> so I can't be picking the trophy up in a suit. I said, it's a little bit too soon to start home playing at Wembley, let alone picking the trophy up. Uh, John Terry sticking underneath the suit. Be fine. <laughs> I said that too. I'm a Jamie not doing it. <laughs> but uh, listen, it, it, we, we, we move on, we move forward. Be nice to fit to win the group with three wins. Do you know what I mean? I think that'll be a, a real positive sign that we're, we've made so many changes in this competition. But like I can say when I always make changes, I still think it's a, it's important that you win. Don't just make changes and tick a box. So like I say it's pleasing. Really pleasing this competition so far. Reeves got his first goal for the club. Um George Lapsy got his first goal for the club. Joe Dudas got his, his again a goal hopefully to build his, on his confidence. And Joe Rebo's got his first goal for the club as well. So so it's been important for the for, for young people's careers and, and, and for hopefully for, for form. And moving forward to Sunday, uh, the trophy uh, the in one, the world. The best domestic uh, trophy in the world, indeed. yes. Indeed, so uh, you're going to be making changes for that one? Yeah, yeah, we know the team already. It was picked um, four days ago. The players knew the team before the game on Saturday. Um, they know the team for this game on Tuesday as well. And they know the team, they know the team for them. They knew the team for them. We picked three teams for all the competitions so the players knew where what they could do um, and that was full planning by the sports science team and the med- sports medicine team so that was important um, and all the players know what they've got to do and what's expected of them what and it'll be a strong team it'll be a strong team Great. when I say strong team it'll be all of our players should be playing that's what's worth coming out so the young players tonight sort of made a, a state to, to put in the first team performance no yeah, yeah. not yet but it's nice for the likes of Joe Cummins and, and that to, to get a debut in a competition like this. Fantastic, fantastic. But listen, there's a long way to go. Just because you've played the game doesn't mean that you, you've made it. 
um, and we'll be in tomorrow we'll, we'll have a conversation of one or two aspects of what we didn't think was right today um, and it'll make them better certainly for that So it's Carl Robinson speaking to myself and Terry after yesterday's uh, checker trade game right we're going to move on from that it's going to be a much shorter show this evening I'm afraid because of the technical difficulties we are having uh, but I did want to put something out so we can all look forward to Sunday's FA Cup tie uh, just a couple of bits of news uh, we, we now know that Shrewsbury game is off uh, on the 11th of November uh, Josh McGuinness called up to the Northern Ireland squad and as expected Esri Konza and JD Silva both called up to the, the England under 20 squad uh, but another person called up to an England squad today and it's great to hear a former Charlton man uh, in the form of Joe Gomez, who's uh, who's been called up to the senior England squad for the first time today. I mean, how exciting is that to hear? Yeah, I mean, we I think everyone knew it was going to happen eventually. Um, I don't know if there's any clause that we get a bit of money. <laughs> well, maybe not we, but someone will get some money. Some um, child life. <laughs> yeah, 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 not child. Yeah, child 20 life. <laughs> Twenty quid instalment. But I'm, we can buy us a new computer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully get who is it? Ger- Germany and. Brazil, is Germany it? and Brazil, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, you know, I think you know, hopefully he plays against Brazil will be good. But um, yeah, no, I think we all sort of knew he was going to go on to that level eventually. Um, and arguably, you know, he's probably been Liverpool's best defence. I know mm. that can't, that's not that difficult at the moment. But um, yeah, no, delighted for him. And hopefully, we can, he can get some minutes. And um, although I still think John Joe should be in there as I well, was but that's another. He wasn't, but... I mean, I at least Livermore ain't in there. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, good, good news. Excellent stuff. Right, uh, let's have a, another break here on Charlton Live. We're going to go back to 2001 for a bit of Wish We Were There. As Cole finds Pirat, has a lovely turn by the Frenchman to set himself up. But he finds a... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away. Well, you expect your goalkeeper to do better. And that's an own goal. Really comes off the goalkeeper. to win at Highbury in 2001 the most unexpected thing to happen in football uh, up until right now since the computer's come back so, <laughs> so there's good news all around the Charlton Live computer is back so the rest of the show will sound slightly more professional than a man holding a laptop up to a microphone <laughs> uh, our great memories were you two there at Highbury back, yeah, back in the no. day you were there Dave yeah mate yeah, yeah in the way 4-2 mate Jason Yule yeah, yeah. against a little chip back post yeah I mean in terms of all time great Charlton goals I mean Klaus Jensen's chip up there is is, is absolutely yeah. one of the best I've ever seen live, and the way mm. you know we we harried uh, the defender for for the, was it, it might have even been Vieira actually for the yeah. for the throwing, uh, but then the vision like to, to shoot from there and the, the uh, accuracy as well hits the bar hits the post and then mm. drops in. I mean unbelievable goal in terms of uh, in terms of one of the best players we've seen down here as well. Oh yeah, right def- yeah, definitely. It was, it was Richard Ryan goal, wasn't it? What was it mm. seeing? I think it was, yeah, right. it was Richard, Richard Ryan. Yeah, yeah I thought I remember, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, he was. Um, he was a player in half, wasn't he? He was just... Well, he's, uh, he was like a top goal scorer that yeah. season, Richard Wright. D- d- uh, defensively, you know, he weren't... You know, but he did need to because you had Scotty behind him, so... But, um, yeah, Yuli in his heyday because he started off slow, didn't he, Yuli? He didn't score for ages when he first came on the scene, did he, no. Jason? And then, um, and then yeah, that, that was just... Uh, we were such a... We were like... Um, I'm trying to find a comparison. Like a, like a Burnley, weren't we? It was like a Burnley, like an hard-working team and weren't gifted throughout of you know flair players but you know we had our our fair share and um yeah no it was uh very real i still can't believe it now but uh mm. yeah no it's 
just makes me reminisce, really. Now we're playing uh, Oldham and Berry. No, no offence, and Truro. <laughs> well, that's not their fault. <laughs> no, but like, just when you look back, the season tickets, you would look out for their Man United games and the Arsenal and the Chelsea's and the West Ham. Now it's like, well, when we've got Gillingham this year. Yeah, we've got Rochdale. I'm like they're quite close to Man United geographically. <laughs> right, let's have a quick break here on Channel Live while I see if the computer's actually working and we'll be back in 30 seconds. Caskey, Holmes, Clark, lovely play. Clark brings the ball forward. He's got Holmes inside who he uses. Holmes, Holmes, Holmes! Holmes! Yes! What a goal! Charlton, Ricky Holmes on his left foot, brought the ball forward, continue with it, and fires in the back of the net. Charlton have their second. Holmes against his former side. Welcome back to Channel Live here on Maritime Radio. Now, of course, as we know, this weekend on Sunday, 2pm kickoff here at the Valley, we are facing National League South outfit Truro City uh, in the FA Cup. Now, we all know, um, you know about the magic of the Cup, and we've got some you know, games from, from years gone by. I mean, have you guys got... I was looking through our, you know, the FA Cup archives just recently. I mean, in terms of... We, we don't tend to have that many interesting games in the FA Cup and obviously we won it back in 1947 having lost the final the year before in 1946 uh, but in terms of memorable games can you remember too many um, for us in our lifetime yeah I mean obviously Terry was there for the 47 one but well I, it's not many people who get to see Charlton win the FA yeah. Cup while they're in the mid 30s is it so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean in terms of memorable ones the two two stick out obviously the commentary one oh well see it's funny you just say that <laughs> oh, have you got something we've got some alright so that's alright <laughs> that so sounded so staged yeah. but it actually wasn't no that's the first one so let's have a listen oh, to okay. the, the highlights of a special game in Coventry back in 2000 and Roussel musical statues in the defence and the premiership side are in front McAllister Roussel, it's two. And we've not completed a quarter of the match. Newton, that's good. And that's 2-1. Robinson, the scorer. Newton, the acrobat. And they're back in it. That goal has really changed things. Hedman's only palmed it, Newton. Well, I don't think Pringle got the touch. I think he jumps out of the way. But Charlton are back at 2-2 with two in three minutes. Todd. Hunt. Yes. What a story. Two down and dead. And 3-2 to the first division side. Andy Hunt, surely, has sunk the Sky Blues. 
So there you go, that was the uh, audio highlights from back in the year 2000, I think it was, and we uh, came from 2-0 down away at Coventry City and uh, ended up winning 3-2. We were a, a, a you know, championship side then, they were Premier League as well, so that made it extra special. I mean, in, in terms of the, the magic of the FA Cup, I mean, every other team has it now, and obviously we're at risk of being on the, the receiving end of it, but uh, you know, the, the, the competition itself is so special, and uh, mm. I'm really looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, uh, as you say, in our lifetime, there haven't <laughs> been a huge amount of, of memories. Obviously, the run we had uh, under Chris Powell that, that season, where we almost got to Wembley, um, we were just mentioning off-air the Fulham away day, although we got hammered, we were top of League One at the time, and the atmosphere that day was was absolutely unbelievable so we've got little memories like that and then the other ones are things like the North Victoria game mm. where you know, <laughs> we'll not, come on to that in a minute yeah, well, yeah. you got the highlights yeah. from that one not so positive <laughs> so uh, yeah we don't have a lot oh. really to hang our hat on since since we've all kind of been around yeah. and following football which is why for me I'd love a little cup run this year and get to the third round get a big team and have one of those days out now another special memory for me uh, takes us back to the year 2014 obviously we got to the quarterfinals uh, mm. that year now but we got there via the hand of God Poyet oh that's really neat Cousins Idanovic Harriet oh beauty he's caught that alright Callum Harriet has given that every last ounce of leather in his left boots and has established a lead for Charlton at Hillsborough and the Sheffield derby is on hold. Requires delivery. Up gets Yera. It goes best and equalises. And the big date is back on. Jackson. Church! Charlton have their lead back. Entirely untended. Simon Church. Not the cleanest connection but sufficient contact to see it beyond Martinez. <laughs> yes, the hand of Church was the one that guided this uh, us into the, uh, the the FA Cup uh, quarterfinals up at Sheffield Wednesday. So, I mean, it goes to show that it's a big competition. It brings out the big name players. Does it? <laughs> we still yeah. talking that, about Simon Church. <laughs> uh, yeah, so another another good memory there. I mean, is, is there any others, Nate, that you'd add, add into the... Uh, yeah, I was just saying, um, obviously not the result, but the Fulham game. Uh, yeah. when we were top of League One obviously uh, a few lucky ones uh, we all went on the boat there um, and then we were just singing all the way there and even in the ground I remember we was doing the um, was it the bouncy 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 one yeah. and we'd done that and I remember the whole of the stand was it just was like amazing. vibrating it was that there must have been three, four thousand. Or so, I can't seven, remember. Seven thousand. Oh, was it that many? I think there was seven, seven, yeah, seven thousand. See, that's incredible. That. If you I see mean, the footage from the other end that they've all yeah. recorded, it's unbelievable. It was an amazing day, and obviously we lost, but it was just um, no that, we was, yeah, no, but we were in a good place, and like sort of similar to where we are. We're not in a good mm. sort of space at the moment. It was um, a good charm, which we can't repeat on air. <laughs> it was going round about it, and basically yeah. saying we don't care because we're top of the league. Yeah, but no, that was that was another for the other reasons. But I'm trying trying to think back but like you said recent years we've just got the no offence but the other fields and the Norwiches and the yeah. nothing nothing that good really yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean really yeah. rubbish ones, now of but. course the other thing we need to think about is I mean we are facing down a huge banana skin now Truro's form I mean they slipped away the last couple of games mm. I think they were fourth when we drawn them they've had a couple of hairy results they've dropped down to sixth now in the National League South um, but 
any team that's doing well in their league, so they are in the top six of their league. I mean, they're always going to have a bit of confidence about them. Yeah. Uh, and now we've been on the wrong end of the FA Cup magic once in our history in terms of a non-league side. And that was, of course, Northwich Victoria. Now, I wanted to find the commentary highlights of that. Uh, and I did, sort of. So I found the highlights of that game. But it's another thing, another thing that this clip is going to show us is also the international reach of the FA Cup. Uh, I'll let you guess. Try and I'll let you try and guess what language this is. Vieläkään ei soi pilli, mutta ja näin se tapahtuu. Northwich Victoria on voittanut. Se on tehnyt sensaatiomaisen jättiläisen kaadon. Se on voittanut kotistadionillaan Charltonin 1-0. Ja minkälaisen esityksen jälkeen se on ottelun alusta asti pystynyt luomaan maalipaikkoja suureja mahtavan Charltonin. Maalille. Charltonilla ei yhtään varsinaista kunnon paikkaa tässä ottelussa ollut. Charlton, joka on league ykkösessä toisena. Nordwitz Vittoria on North Conferenceissa kuudennella sarjatasolla keskikastissa. Tämä on FA Cupin taikaa, magiikkaa. FA Cupia vielä urheilukanavalla huomenna. Kiitoksia tästä illasta. Moi! <laughs> so there you go now. Uh, have you guys guessed what language it is? Yeah, that's, I reckon that was Carol Fry. <laughs> There's a bloke who looked a lot like him here yesterday, by is the way. It? Yeah, I pointed him out to Terry. <laughs> commentating the game like that. <laughs> we were a bit nervous. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I, I would have guessed Spanish or something like that. Somewhere nice and hot. No, it was Finnish. And you also, you also, I think, I think you guys also noticed the interesting way you pronounce the, the name of the competition. Fuck up. Yeah, 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 I mean, because, I mean, the, the last thing we want is another, like we did against North East Victoria, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, right, let's have a quick break here on Charlton Live, and we will, after we have looked back at the, uh, uh, our wonderful memories from the FA Cup gone by, we will now look ahead to Sunday's game with Truro. Into the box, it's a flick off from McGinnis. Yeah! 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 Oh, shot of grab the equaliser. I think it could have been Bauer on the line, but McGinnis's initial header. And quite how we've done it, I've no idea, but Charlton are back on level terms. So welcome to uh, Charlton Live. Nathan's deciding which pub you want to go to in between uh, Sunday's uh, Sunday's game and the show on Sunday evening. Can't do something, yeah. Because <laughs> we are going to be. We well, can come here and help me set up the show if you oh, want. Oh yeah, I could do that. Well, I'll do that then. Yeah. Saves me going to the pub, spending money. <laughs> uh, right. I'll be in the pub. <laughs> so it's uh, Truro City coming to the Valley on uh, on Sunday. Um, I mean. What what sort of team do you want us to put out? Now, bear in mind that we have just had the, the game against uh, Shrewsbury called off now. So, we are going to have a free weekend the weekend after. Yeah. So, you might as well go double barrel with it. Put, put out your whole team. Yeah. Like, well, batter them. I was thinking of playing Joe Dodu and then giving Josh rest. But then he's going on international anyway. So, I, don't, I think we might as well use him while we've got him. Uh, I'd, give, I'd, like to, I'd, I'd like a mix and match. I know that's uh, not probably a technical term, but <laughs> pick a mix or whatever. <laughs> that's but, also not a technical term. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Well, he says it on Carl's tactic ball, but <laughs> no, just like a sprinkling of. Uh, <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> no, just you know, he'll have uh, not not to the extent just of coming to. Yeah. yeah, just buffet like buffet a first teamers. Yeah, so I mean, I'd, 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 I'd I don't give Holmes know what you want anymore. Yeah. I'd, I'd give Holmes a rest. I'd have Marshy and Reezy, Reezy, uh, and then I'd give Joe Rebo a game. It's a shame that obviously Armakashi misses out for his bench. Gutting, isn't it? <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah I think I'd have a, I'd put a couple of the fringe players in, and maybe one or two youngsters. I wouldn't play a full strength. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, how, how how do we view this competition? Are we saying that this is a distraction? You know, we're in no. good form in the league, or is no, this I is a good chance good. for the youngsters? I think, especially with Shrewsbury off the week after, yeah. I think we need to use it as a bit of practice. I said on the commentary last night, if it wasn't if the Shrewsbury game didn't go ahead, you'd expect we'd be playing some competitive friendlies or something to keep those players match fit. And uh, we don't need to if we play them in the FA Cup. Uh, like Nath, I'd like to see a couple of the, the fringe players come in. So Aribo, maybe a home grant. I mm. personally would still start Dodu. Um, but then I'd like most of the first team, certainly the back four and a few of the other first team players to, to play because they're going to have two, uh, a weekend off after. So um, mm. And as you say, we want to do as much as we can to avoid the slip-up. We need to like, just... Obviously, wins breed, breed confidence, does it? We need to keep this winning mentality yeah. going. It's no point... Just faffing around and then Killing just all that lose. yeah exactly. I think we just need to keep keep it going really. Yeah, I agree. Mm, With no, a sprinkling of youngsters, Truro's <laughs> and a couple of youngsters. Yeah, Truro's last three games uh, they haven't won. They're a couple of draws and a, a defeat away at Wildstone, obviously brought off by the Wildstone yeah, Raider. So. Um, <laughs> you want some? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, when, when you look at, I mean, I mean, this is going to be a huge, huge day for them. It's the first Cornish side to make the FA Cup for something mm. like nearly forty years. Mm. Uh, their first ever appearance in in the FA Cup first first round proper. They're bringing up. I think they've sold 700 tickets in advance, I heard. So they're expecting, I mean, fans at non-league level are more used to walk-up purchases. So I imagine they'll bring up a fair few walk-ups. So we're looking at over 1,000 fans. I mean, this has got banana skin written all over it here. And, and, and we remember how awful it felt during the Northridge Victoria game. The confidence is sapped from you. Now, even if it's a competition you're, not, you're never going to win, losing to a non-league team is an embarrassment. It's the confidence, it will take the confidence away from mm. you as well. Uh, and the winning mentality that, that we're trying to have throughout the club at the moment. Um, this, I mean, there, there really is no room for error on, on Sunday. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, um, I think we respect them, and but I think we obviously try and impose our game a lot more. I think with Cole, um, Jacko, and obviously definitely Bose, I don't think any of them are going to be complacent because if they mm, are, I think absolutely. they're going to be told about it pretty much from the get go. So, um, so I, yeah, I, I mean, obviously we respect them because you know they're not languishing at the bottom of the table they won 10 on the bounce or whatever it is like you said they haven't you know ain't no mugs but yeah it's a different level but anyone 11 men can beat 11 men mm. on a day if everyone's seen it a million times before I mean Spurs beat Real Madrid yesterday so yeah anything but, <laughs> no but yeah no we, as long as we respect them and play 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 our game like Cole was saying yesterday yeah. play on the front foot they shouldn't be able to handle us and it's only complacency that I think will stop us so. the difficulty is that Obviously, we can win the game, but it's it's lose lose. In that, if we win the game, it's what's expected, and if we don't, then obviously we're, you know, front page new or back page news. You know, chart and crashing out to a non-league side. So, obviously, we're not the the Premier League side, but for this round, I think we're one of the top teams that people could have got. And mm. and as you say, this is this is Truro's Cup final, effectively, because they're it's the first time they're in it. As you say, they've first Cornish team to be in it for so long they're going to bring a load of people it's going to be a good day out for them so we have to shut all that down as Nave says uh, be respectful of them but act professional play our game and if we do 
really we should run out comfortable winners but it's it's not as easy as that always we should avoid a massive fuck up yeah yeah exactly yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly um so obviously this uh week is the cashy back bet again doesn't, oh, yeah. doesn't take a rest for the fa cup now you, you put it out to vote again Nate. what were the options that were out there um yeah there was a couple which to be fair it was a boo-boo on my part because i didn't really look at the odds properly but <laughs> you had uh cholton cholton win and over 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 4.5 goals so obviously five goals or uh, four goal, five goals or more um so it doesn't matter you know you ain't got to win five nil or whatever then you've got uh Tru- truro city to to win and both teams to score uh a draw nice and simple and then half time full time truro cholton but uh first one cholton and over 4.5 goals one was like 70 percent i think which i would have gone for the half time full time make it interesting but um £2.50 only gets us about like a tenner or something so I've just put another £2.50 on Marshall 4-0 so and that's about like 55 quid so I'm just about to tweet that now actually just reminded me there you go done excellent right, so I should have done it before really yeah, let's hope that we can <laughs> say it works no. try, and, try and win some, uh, some money for the upbeat so don't forget if you want to copy our bets gambleaware.co.uk because you shouldn't uh, right just uh, let's have your predictions for as we look ahead to the game uh, 4-1 2-1 <laughs> Cholan yeah yeah 6-0 <laughs> oh, oh dreamer <laughs> to true no to Cholan yeah. excellent stuff right I'm going to chuck in a prediction which I haven't done for a few weeks I'm going to say we're going to win 2-0 uh, and lose Solid. all of our bets yeah I feel, feel confident <laughs> right don't forget we are uh, kind of short the show tonight by the way because of the uh, computer issues we've had earlier on uh, even though they sort of fixed themselves now we've used up all our material holding up a laptop <laughs> so so, uh, so we're leaving that now. So anyway, thanks for uh, listening to tonight's uh, Charlton Live Big Match Preview. I apologise profusely for the computer errors. Uh, the computer has fixed itself halfway through the show, so Sunday we should be okay, hopefully. Uh, and uh, it'll be myself and Nath, definitely, and whoever else is going to hang around after the game. So as soon as you get home from uh, Sunday's FA Cup tie, you'll be able to uh, tune in to Charlton Live as react to that game and look ahead to the uh, the Portsmouth game uh, as well. Right, Tom, uh, thank you for coming in this evening. Cheers, Louis. Yeah, Nathan Muller, thanks for coming in. Cheers, see everyone Sunday. Uh, I've been Louis Mendes. This has been Charlton Live, the big match preview. A shortened version this evening. Uh, and sorry for any audio quality problems uh, in the first half of the show. They'll be uh, sorted by Sunday. Hope you've enjoyed what you could hear uh, tonight. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Let's hope that Charlton absolutely smash those Cornish uh, little pasties. Yeah, it's called those Cornish pasties. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's those slugs. And uh, put them back in their non league place. Come on, you Reds. <laughs> Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.